episode 13 of Rounding the Bases. I'm Robert Askew. And I am Matthew Sizemore. Jeez, Robbie, how you doing? I, sir, am hot. Oh. It is very hot here in the Pacific Northwest. We have set records uh, as of yesterday. The hottest uh, recorded temperature previously was 107. We got to 108. Oh, my goodness. And in then, Portland. Jeez. And, exactly. And then today, we are going to smash that record because it is supposed to get in between 112 and 115. Oh, my by wow. four o'clock today, and it's going to be the same on Monday as well. How's Boise? Well, it's not Portland, apparently. Uh, today, our high is 99. It is hot here in in a separate part of the PNW, the Pacific Northwest. Uh, but uh, our high forecasted right now, I think, is on Wednesday at 106. We are not touching 113, 14, 15. That's ridiculous. I've never been. Uh, no, I have been to Portland. I've been through Portland. I think. Uh, I all I hear is that it's gloomy and rainy and never that hot. So what's happening? Uh, well, since I've moved here, the summers have been. The summers here in Portland are usually like the best because usually it is eighty-five degrees pretty much throughout the summer. And usually, summer starts Fourth uh, of July weekend. Uh, it started early and it's getting hot. Um, it does. I mean, it looks like the rest of the week after tomorrow is going to go back down to the nineties and it looks like we'll get more of the Portland summer, uh, the next week. So we'll be back down to mid eighties, which is very nice. But yeah, right now it is bad. My eight, I'm supposed to have central AC in my, uh, in my apartment. And we got an email saying basically like, oh, you should only be able, you should only expect a uh, 20 degree difference from outside. Oh. And, and I was like, so if it's supposed to get 115, does that mean 95 in my heart? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so right now my apartment is about uh, 76. So it's not terrible, uh, but it is yeah. a little warm. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, good thing global warming isn't real. Yeah, or anywhere. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. most definitely. I know. I, I always. I thought we would turn into the Bay Area first when it came to global warming, but we just went straight to Palm Desert. Yeah, immediately. Your your Phoenix status right now. That's uh, that's unheard of. Again, I don't know much about Portland other than it's not supposed to get to one fourteen fifteen. So yeah, but I did so wake up early. I uh, I had a six o'clock tea time. Ooh, played a little. Uh, Played played eighteen, shot eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I shot a ninety-eight. I was bad, uh, but I had fun. Uh, beat the uh, beat the weather, but it was muggy. Is like, yeah. see, in Southern California, you get dry heats. This is a muggy. Like, I think we're at like thirty percent humidity. It's gross. Uh, that's not that's not supposed to happen on the West Coast at all. Yeah, yeah uh. I know. I don't understand it. I, I uh, we're a little lucky out here in the Boise area. We really don't have much humidity at all, which is fantastic. Uh, so we just get those dry heats, dry heats that are happening um, today. It's it's not it's it's kind of amazing actually, and I assume this is the same everywhere. But for some reason, having lived in several different places, it feels the most here. For whatever reason, the shade here like cools things down by like twenty degrees. Like, hmm. my backyard, when it gets shade for, like, five minutes, it's perfect. 
Yeah. Like absolutely perfect. And maybe uh, I don't know anything about meteorology, which I don't, but I feel like the shade here is is incredible. So my backyard's good if you all want to come over. Don't you work with meteorologists? Can't you just say like, hi, what, why is it so much cooler when it's shade in my backyard? Yes, I could, but only if I change my voice to that. It's a great voice. And they'll take you very seriously. Hi. Hi. I have questions. Do you have answers for me? I have questions about shade because I'm an idiot. It would would start out with, let's let's first go over your voice. What's going on? That's what I would do. Do anything this weekend? Oh, God. Uh, Let's see. What did I do? Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) uh, No, uh, nobody else in the house right now everybody's on a little family trip which is great time to yourself i've i've been i've been through that and those times are amazing when you're when you're in the the prime of baby and then prime of baby and then you'd get like days to yourself there's nothing better yeah amazon's new expedition prime of baby Mm. it's uh i mean of course i miss i miss the little one a ton but you know the lack of responsibility is pretty nice admittedly uh so i've been uh getting well i've been trying to get things done around the house in the backyard run some errands uh fix up some stuff but it's kind of just been a lot of laying around because i i haven't had the opportunity to do that really in so long between work and fixing up a house and small child so uh today i've decided even though it's 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 early and i haven't done anything yet uh i've decided i'm going to do things today so we'll see how that works out yeah i i bet when she gets back she'll be like oh i bet it was nice that you got to sleep in for five days or three days whatever so yeah enjoy that conversation i'll try uh so we're uh we're gonna start there's not really that much going on in sports i mean the nba playoffs are going on but nothing really nothing really monumentous yeah uh but there was something uh that happened with tom brady tom brady appeared on the shop which i would have never guessed tom brady tom brady would go on the shop because what's the shop i've never even heard of this uh the shop is lebron james show on hbo where it's uh they all sit down in a barber shop oh um it's usually uh a mix between uh inter- entertainers and athletes and they just they just talk um, oh, yeah like you do in a barber shop i wouldn't know i haven't been to a barber shop in years uh, but, uh, Tom Brady was on it, uh, the dorkiest white guy alive. Um, uh, and he was sitting down. I forget who was on it. I know Maverick Carter, uh, LeBron's childhood friend. And I think Chelsea Handler was on that episode as well. This is random. Yeah. Uh, a lot of left leaning liberals and then Tom Brady, who, uh, I believe it was a Trump supporter. Uh, I don't know if that got discussed. I haven't seen the episode, but there was. Go ahead and doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I want to watch it if there was, because I can imagine that would be extremely uncomfortable. Um, But uh, uh, he did mention that during this last offseason, before he signed with the Buccaneers, that there was a team that he was interested in signing with. And they said that they were going to stick with their quarterback. And his reply was, you're going to stick with that motherfucker. That was his, uh, that was his quote. And I was kind of wondering what team do you think that was? 
So I read up on this. I have a feeling you're going to say the same answer uh, as me. I don't think um, so. I think I know what I answer hope. you're going to say, but I don't think it's going to be the same. Really? Okay. Uh, I was reading up a little bit about this. A uh, couple, couple experts giving their best pick. And granted, I, I didn't think about it too, too much, but uh, I think it's... San Francisco 49ers. Is that what you thought I was going to say? Okay. Yeah. Um, And that makes sense because uh, Tom Brady had, from from what I had read or heard from experts, he wanted to go to California. Yeah. He's he's from that area too. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. He's from the area. So that made sense to go back close to family. Um, It's it's a great team aside from from quarterback play. They've got a lot of weapons. Actually, they don't have as many weapons. I was going to say, it was probably a good thing he didn't join them because they got decimated by injuries last year. That's true. Well, they might not have had uh, had a good quarterback leading the way. Well, Well, their defense got decimated, so I don't think he has the impact on that. Well, possibly if, uh, you know, he's running up the score and suddenly they're calling a whole lot of coverage plays instead of blitzes or uh, run. Anyway, we're... uh, uh, But... But it makes sense because it's so weird for me because Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, he has such a huge contract for an average quarterback. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the, as sad as this this is to say about another person, I guess, that's such a good label for him as average with a superstar salary. Well, he, it, 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 was okay. a super, it was a superstar, a superstar salary at the time, but now the quarterback salaries have gotten, have gone up and up and up. And I think he, he's around like 23 million, which isn't that bad considering a lot of the top tier quarterbacks are getting around 40 to 50. Yeah. 40 now. True. Yeah. Uh, it's still, but it's still like, and the cap keeps going up and up too. So, I mean, I don't, I think, I think it stayed the same just because of COVID last year, uh, but it will g- keep going up. But it still, if you're making like, I, I would say, I would assume your average quarterback. And I mean, average quarterback is going to make, I want to say like 3 million a year. Maybe something like that. That's, maybe four. Uh, I mean, maybe that that might be pushed. That's like a rookie contract. Yeah, but but I mean, if you think of a guy, well, okay, so let's throw let's so if you're going to be pretty much guaranteed to be the starter, I'm going to say average quarterback, average starting quarterback, five, five million. I'm going to say. I think I think Andy Dalton got nine. Got nine for one year. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's, but he had a you know what I would say he's very average. He's yeah, and I'd, I'd say that too. Well, Andy Dalton, I feel, is a little... I feel like Andy Dalton is a little better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Really? Because he... Yeah, I just think when he was with Cincinnati, I feel like he was an underrated quarterback. He just didn't have good team around him. I always thought he was he was a little better than people gave him credit for. Yeah, he had a rough... Jimmy, I would say he had a rough start uh, when Dak went down, but uh, towards the end of the season, he started playing a lot better and started throwing closer to like 300 yards per game. Yeah, exactly. You look good. If he has the right pieces around him and uh, gets a little consistent playing time, I, I've always thought he's a decent quarterback. Uh, Jimmy G, though, you know, he's a good he's a good game manager, as they say. Uh, he doesn't have a big arm, decently accurate on the short game. Uh, best, but that's best looking quarterback ever. Yeah, I'll possibly. Give you that one. Yeah, very possibly. He's a good looking guy. He's like sure. Italian well, Superman. Yeah. That's what they call him, or that's what you call him. One of those. Yep. Um, so uh, it, it it makes sense that Tom Brady would have said that because 
he is leaps and bounds better than Jimmy G, even though he's roughly 20, not quite, but 15 years older than him or something like that. So for him, for the, for the Niners to be like, mm, we're going to go with Jimmy G. The grant said, I think it would have been a lot more than, than just saying, we're going to pick you up. Cause, cause I don't know how easy it would have been to throw the money off of the books with Jimmy G's contract. If you get rid of him, keep him as backup. And then to get Tom Brady for two years at what, 40 million a year, whatever that would be. I think that'd put a huge dent in everything. So that's who I think they were talking about. I don't know the specifics of everything it would have been, but Hey, it worked out for Tampa Bay, I guess. But anyway, who are, who are you yeah. thinking he was talking about? So I think it's one of two teams. I think uh, the team that I think probably less likely out of the two, I think is going, uh, was probably the Rams. Okay. Uh, they, they had Jared Goff at the time. Same thing, West Coast. Um, and I think the Rams probably would have wanted it, but I bet it was probably hard to move off that uh Goff's contract because Goff's contract was really was huge and the only way they were able to move off at this offseason was trading for another huge co- uh, contract in Matthew Stafford um, I, I'm not quite sure that's who it is but the team that I probably think it, it was uh, was the Raiders really uh, yeah Carr I just think I could just picture him talking about car that way because i the reason i don't think it's the niners is because i don't think um brady has any disdain towards garoppolo i think he actually probably respects i mean he was in uh they were in the same qb room for the you know for four years together i bet they built a relationship and probably didn't dislike each other i'm sure tom brady didn't like when you know garoppolo was playing well and they were considering him uh going in that starting lineup but yeah, I I think it's gonna be. I think it's probably the Raiders. I think I and Tom Brady. I think w- wanted to go somewhere with no state tax, which is why also he picked Florida. Florida, sure. Yep, Republicans love the states with no state tax, <laughs> uh, and so Nevada is one of those. And yeah, I think it was probably one of those two teams. I I would probably put San Francisco third, uh, but I I I would lean towards the Raiders. So let me let me comment on that. I feel like of three of the quarterbacks we've mentioned who are who could be put in the average average class, Jimmy G, Andy Dalton, <clears throat> excuse me, and Derek Carr. I feel like Derek Carr is the best of those three. He I, he really struggled uh, the yeah. later later uh, half of the year. I mean, he he was not good. But I just think he he has the biggest upside of any of those quarterbacks. And not only that, but I also think he he's the most devoted of all of those guys. Like I I've seen a lot a lot with him um and he's I mean a lot of interviews about him and whatnot and he's one of those guys that's like first in first out or last out. Um he's he's a big time student of the game. I know he loves what he's doing and he has a heck of an arm. He has a heck of an arm. I uh, I actually, when I was up in at my first TV station in Lewiston, and of course this doesn't really mean any, it doesn't really necessarily translate to the NFL, but I'll always be impressed with him. Uh, when I was, like I said, when I was at my first station up in Lewiston, Idaho, covering sports, uh, I was covering the, I covered the University of Idaho and Washington State University. Mm-hmm. And Derek Carr, when he, uh, his last year with Fresno State, yeah. 
he came up and I saw him play live against the University of Idaho. And granted, Idaho's, they're, they're typically a bad team. But he threw for over 400 yards and four touchdowns in the first half. And just watching that guy was just methodical and beautiful. And you can say that, I guess, of any of these these big-time quarterbacks in the NFL now for what they did in college. But just watching him play was so good. And then some of the throws I've seen him make in the NFL are just gorgeous, just yeah. beautiful. And again, you can say that with all the, the guys. But I just feel like he's he's just has a slight edge over those other two guys. My second, The second thing I wanted to point out is... Uh, to counter the point that you were making about, yeah, they were in the same, they were on the same team together, uh, Jimmy G and Tom Brady. I feel like Tom Brady, you're right, he he's a dork, but he's also the biggest. I mean, he he has that Mamba level mentality oh, of yeah. of uh, competitiveness. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, he's going to be nice to his face, to Jimmy G's face in person when they're on the same team. But when they're not, he knows everything about this guy. He saw him play and practice on a daily basis. So I think if there's anybody he probably is talking about, it's Jimmy G because he saw what this guy was behind the scenes. So for Mm -hmm. him to be able to so easily say, you're going to go with that F4 guy, like he knows him. He knows everything about him. I I think that ups the odds that he was talking about Jimmy G. Well, agree to disagree. I <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, that's really going to sum it up for sports because there's nothing really. Go- I mean, how I can't wait for football. Are you really looking forward to this season? Cause I, this is probably like the most I've looked forward to a season, uh, than any season prior. Yes. Oh, I mean, I'm yeah. I'm always looking forward to football. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get more. It sucks because I'm. It's I'm. My number one team is the Dodgers, just like you. I think my number one team over. Uh, well, maybe not. Lakers is probably Lakers number one, and then I would say Dodgers number two. Okay, mine's mine's close too. Uh, but I I probably go Dodgers, then then Lakers, but it's very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, I haven't even watched one basketball game since the Lakers were eliminated. Uh, I, but you know, of course with, with baseball and I love the Dodgers so much, but seeing as there's 162 games, there's kind of a lull that we all go through. I'm just like, all right, I'm not going to watch every single game. Yeah. I'll I'll watch it when I can, but usually that's like watching like four innings. Yeah. Same. I I watched like five yesterday. I get alerts when the, the game is over and I check out the box score. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like you said. Yeah, it's way too many games. When I really dig in deep is right when, uh, right around like September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm obviously I've got high hopes for the Dodgers once again. So I keep kind of going back and forth to them, and they they kind of fill that football void a little bit. But but I agree with you. I am incredibly excited for for football season. My team, as a reminder, is the the Denver Broncos. Huge fan. But I don't know. I feel like the draft class was was good, it was fine, kind of mm-hmm. average, better than Jimmy G. And uh, I don't know. Is We've got it, a lot of quarterback is questions. Drew, is Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater better than Jimmy G? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's the problem. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, Drew Locke. Drew Locke is kind of like Jimmy G. Is, has 
shown a few flashes of brilliance, but yeah. not near enough. Teddy Bridgewater, I like Teddy Bridgewater. He's consistent, but again, he's he's someone that's not like it's not flashy. He's not he's not exciting yeah. people. I mean, at he, all. he is a game manager, like by yeah. definition. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just waiting for uh, for something to fall and for the Broncos and uh, Packers to pull pull the trigger on that trade for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think I think he'll eventually show up and. Thanks. Yeah, I do. Um, and that division, too. Like, why would you want to go in the same division as Patrick Mahomes at this well, point? I mean, when you're, when you're in the uh, the NFC North where everybody's dog shit this year, nobody's going to be very good this year. Well, you you beat everybody else and then uh, deal with them. You know, if you if they if you lose to them a couple times uh, during the regular season, which hopefully you wouldn't do. Actually, you know what? I, I think last year's Super Bowl was just a big blueprint on how to beat Patrick Mahomes. And I think a lot of teams are well, going to be doing well, that. Hope, well, yeah, hope his offensive line is not very good. Yeah, we'll, exactly. we'll see if it improved. I mean, they did have a lot of injuries, so those guys will probably start the season healthy. But, yeah, hopefully they've added a little bit of depth to it. I know they added a, a Patriots uh, offensive lineman to their line um, okay. who, is, who is pretty good. So I think they shorted up a little bit. Bill Belichick uh, Jr. Anyway, let's move on from sports. Brandon? Brandon, are you there? What? Brandon? No. When am no, I not, not? When am I not here? Even if I'm in the middle of, of texting with an old friend from Florida and and I'm like, oh, crap. Well, let me finish this text real fast. Uh, no, I'm here. I'm here. She's doing all oh, right, nice. by the way. Yeah. No, everything's everything's yeah, was, good in, in her. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask. How's, how's friend? Yeah, no, she, she's she's good. You know, she's uh, her career is, is booming, and you know, I'm I look forward to seeing which heights she she hits. Um, Washington Heights. Yeah, Washington Heights. It's place. The movie. Yeah. Part two. Is that a movie? It, it is. Well, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah, tell yeah. Jennifer Aniston I send her my best. Yeah, so. it's uh, it's uh, it's, yeah, it's um, it it's a sequel to um, Godzilla <laughs> two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the greatest movie made for man in, yeah. in all time? Hell yeah. Uh, what, time. Are, what are we what are we talking about? What did you guys bring me in here for? Well, we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about uh unruly passengers. There has oh. been uh ac- according to the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, the agency has received more than three thousand reports of unruly passenger behavior since January first of this year year uh i wanted to bring up this topic because i wanted to i wanted to know what your guys's stances on airplane etiquette like when is it proper to put your seat back uh what do you think about people's choice of clothing uh when they enter and uh enter an airplane uh i just want to hear what you guys uh, think is proper etiquette on there, an airplane. There, there's there's a bunch of stuff to unpack there. You know, you, you have you have multiple questions, multiple lines of discussion that that we can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'll start mm-hmm. I'll start by saying, yeah, you wear whatever is it you want. To say bomb really loud is that okay? <laughs> I th- I think it is. Uh, I think that's in the FAA mm-hmm. regulation that uh, like on the in the cards in the behind the seats, yell bomb. As, as long as you finish off with dot com, you're fine. 
well, I, I, I'd like to first ask Matt, how, how often do you fly? You haven't flown in a long time, I imagine. Oh, no, it's been a long time. Uh, of course, because of the pandemic, um, last time I did was, was last year, uh, I had to make a trip down to Southern California in, I want to say it was, uh, almost a year ago. It was either May or June. I think it was May. Um, and that was, that was weird. That was super weird because, you know, right smack in the middle of the pandemic, uh, there was nobody at the airport. It was like, I saw probably a total of 50 people, maybe 50, in between 50 to 100 people on my way from the car and into the plane. There was nobody there on the plane, barely, barely any seats filled. That part was kind of nice. <laughs> um, but other than that, Wait, what was your question? <laughs> yeah, no, well, yeah, it was it was the last time you flew, and that answered oh, that, that question. Oh, that was your question. Which, okay. which, 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 which means that it's been a while since you've been in a packed air, airplane. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, which is really, in my mind, where the etiquette question comes in, right? Yes. Uh, where uh, you, you here, here's the the one that gets me is there's an unspoken etiquette about mm-hmm. the armrests and the seats, and when you when you have three seats. Person on the window gets to lean against the window. They yeah. sacrifice the armrest for the person in the middle. The person on the aisle gets the aisle seat, so they sacrifice their left armrest, or you know the 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 inner the inner armrest. Right. I I abhor getting the middle seat and like putting my arms down on the armrest, and then some some dude with like an exceptionally large blazer <laughs> knocking my arm out of the way and like and 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 then it and then it's like a little fight like a, an unspoken fight oh, where you just as soon ev- as they move just everyone everyone's just like putting a little bit of extra pressure on the on the on the armrest <laughs> like oh, i'm sleeping i'm sleeping but seriously like secretly your eyes are open like seeing how far you can push it yeah uh, that to me that's that's a uh, one major etiquette Wait, so so with that the so the etiquette is the person in the middle gets both middle yeah. armrests. Yeah, is that, that what you're saying? That's the sacrifice. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I okay. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not against Cause, that. Because you're in the most uncomfortable seat. You can't lean any way. You have to be stuck in the middle. Okay, so here's here's my only and, and I agree with that. That should be how it is. I think of it if I ever have uh a, a uh, an aisle seat. I am a larger person. I am. I'm very wide. I'm very square like, which is why you buy two seats. Yes. Which <laughs> have I become one of those guys? <laughs> um, so I, you know, there's people walking back and forth when they come by with that R2D2 giant thing with the drinks and stuff. I feel like I'm always about to get my elbow hit or my head knocked off. So I try to just lean over to the right slightly. Yeah, that's that's that's, di- eh. that's different though. If you know, if you if you move to adjust versus you're sitting there for the entire flight. Yeah. Like with like arms akimbo basically with your big ass broad shoulders. <laughs> it's it's hard though because sometimes I want to even though I can't sleep on planes, I, I want to just you know kind of kick back and relax. And if I'm constantly leaning to the left. I'm gonna get sideswipe and get an elbow knocked hey, off. That's that that's etiquette, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but at, at the same time, I also want to always be in an aisle seat because because you're fat. Uh, I don't because I I'm it. fat. A yeah, we've established <laughs> <Thank> that. <laughs> did we? I guess we did. Two seater here. How tall um, are you, Matt? You're you're six two, right? Six two. I'm same. a good two forty. 
but I, I lift a decent amount and I eat a lot. So it's kind of a combination of fat guy buff. So, so I, 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 for my job, I've, I've flown a good amount in the last couple of years and I'm about to start flying more again. Uh, now, now that I move my, into a new job and I, I end up to space. I, I yeah. to space. <laughs> I end up sitting in the middle of a fair amount because I just Ooh. they they end up giving me the 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 seats right. I I don't always get to pick the the seats. And uh, oh, time for a new career. And when I when I sit in the middle, sometimes I get you know there I I get seated next to people who are my size, which is five eight, uh, one sixty, right? Which leaves plenty of space for for all three seats. But then. Every once in a while, I get stuck next to two of you, Matt, and and, and <laughs> what a and, joy! And that's then that's when I'm like, ah, oh, come on, please, please help me follow, follow, follow. Give me a, a little bit of extra space here, guys. Um, those guys go, you asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I get a little bit of space? You asked for it. <laughs> and I'm just like looking back and forth at you. Why are they doing this? <laughs> Just try to fly. Uh, well, I, I agree with the armrests. Um, what do you think about uh, the decline or the, what do you call it? Declining of the seat or. Incline, or uh, yeah. Decline. Yeah. You uh, mean declining. No, correct? recline. Recline. Yeah, recline. There we go. There it is. One of those clines. <laughs> yeah. Calvin Klein. I think, I think yeah. you decline when you unrecline. Yes. <laughs> I think it's incline if you just raise the seat. Uh my thing is uh when it comes to that, um if your flight is less than three hours, you should not be reclining your seat. If it's more than that, I think it's fine. Uh if your flight is past uh nine PM, I think you can recline no matter what. Okay. That's that's my th- uh, that's my opinion when it comes to decline recline. Now, do you now with with uh, any of those situations when you recline, do you go back as far as it will go? Yeah, which is not very <laughs> far at all. But yeah, <clears throat> okay. So here's my thing. What the first thing I do if I'm thinking about reclining is I always beforehand look who's behind me. Right. If it's a small person, I'll go full recline because what are they going to do? They don't. I mean, not because I'm going to fight them, but because they don't need as much. I'll battle you. <laughs> fight me. What the fuck are you going to do about this? <laughs> I do that right after reclining. What are you going to do, you um, fucking four year old? You want to go? <laughs> you don't know as many words as me. <laughs> so, um,. <laughs> that's, all, that's the last thing a four-year-old hears <laughs> that's the worst uh, so if they're short is my point it's not going to affect them it's not going to bother them yeah. if it's a larger person like me you asked for it i'm not going to go as far I'll, I'll go i'll go like half recline if i need to recline at all i usually don't even feel like i need to recline that much because i don't really sleep on planes because same yeah. i am deathly afraid of turbulence nowadays so i always and that's the other thing i just uh i always make sure to sit in an aisle because i pretty much try to get decently hammered before all flights nowadays because uh in my older age i'm very aware of my own mortality and so uh the more i uh put down in uh drink form the less i care about turbulence and, I, uh, yeah say i'm the same i mean i 
turbulence doesn't freak me out or anything, but I just hate flying and hate being uncomfortable. So the more I have to drink, the less I'm going to be uncomfortable and I'll just be happy. I'm usually a, a happy drunk. Yeah, same here. Brandon, do you are you cool with planes? You have to fly a lot. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with planes. Uh, I I do. I also like drinking on planes, but I I can't drink. I can't drink too much because I also have a very Five, weak eight, constitution. One, six, eight, tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get I get I get motion sick. So like oh, uh, so that usually usually jacks me up a little bit if I drink. Were too you much in the Navy? What? No. Were you in the? Oh, I thought what? you were in the Navy. No, no. Air Force. Oh, no. Air Force. Sorry, but yeah. were you on carriers? That's why I'm okay with planes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you but chose you, the right faction of the. But military. were you ever like stationed on carriers or anything like that? Or? No, I'm not in the Navy. <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> Na- Navy does have their own planes, uh, but yeah. they're typically on oh, carriers. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Top Gun is a Navy movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> unless you want Iron Eagle with Lou Gossett Jr., which is an Air Force movie. Mm, uh, good to know. Uh, okay. And, 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 at any rate, uh, let's the, edit that part out where I thought Navy was. <laughs> the the recliner thing uh, to me to me to me recliners does it doesn't really matter that much because because uh, I'm fairly you know again I'm not as big as you guys I think that might be a bigger bigger concern Rumor. for you right. Um, the 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 only the only the only thing with the recline the the seat reclining that bothers me is when it's clearly you know it's it's takeoff and landing and and I'm like watching people they're they're still reclined even oh, yeah, after even after yeah. they do the announcement and they're they're still reclined I'm like come on guys there are rules here as I as I don't turn as I don't turn my airplane mode off on my phone right, same, like there yeah. are rules here <laughs> except this one this one's you stupid. Think- do you think airlines should have dress codes? I mean, I know they kind of do. I've heard like kind of stupid stories of like women wearing something too revealing where and then you see the picture is like I that doesn't look terrible at all. I don't know why they did that, but I have to say fat people in tank tops is shouldn't be allowed. I'm sorry. You don't want, you don't want that touching you. Yeah, you don't want that touching you. Uh also sandals no that's my biggest thing right there if you're i think that's the only dress code thing that there should be is you need to have socks and shoes on really on a plane why why why, i I, first of all i don't wear sandals i i hate to look at my my bare feet Uh, but but why why sandals i that that's not one that i would ever consider i just it's bare feet yeah it's bare feet it's just gross and usually people who are wearing sandals are slipping their feet out of their sandals constantly and sometimes you'll see like bare feet up against this uh seat in front of them or i don't know it just it right. every time i see bare feet it just always seems improper etiquette they're always but, just doing something but then, or they're but, like they're like you know crossing their legs a little bit so their feet are a little bit in the air as well yeah but but people with shoes have it like there's still crap on the bottom of people's shoes I just don't how, want to see how, your how different feet. It, how different is that? Like they're both disgusting because people like I don't want to see your arms. I don't want to see your feet. These are places where <laughs> serious odor comes from, and I don't want to see it. That's a big thing, odor. Yeah. What if yeah. they're wearing those minimalist shoes that look like Muppet feet? Like, are you okay with that? Because then it look kind of looks I like feet. Crocs. Yeah, is this like Crocs? No, like the toe shoes. The toe shoes. Oh, oh that's fine. You just have pro- other problems, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, you're just a you're just a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Do do that. That's fine. I don't. I don't so, pick on the mentally ill. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that's very nice. Of you. What do you? What do you? What do you like, what do you guys wear when you when you go to the airport? Do you just? Do you wear? Do you try to like fancy yourself I'm, up? Do you? You know? Like no, wear I'm just nice usually like up or slacks. T-shirt, jeans, 
and shoes. Like, yeah, I don't, I try to, yeah, just very casual, but not like sandals or tank top. You don't, you don't mad men to the airport. No, no, no. Um, I go, I go, uh, shoes, typically short socks. Uh, and then I, I just go, I go incredibly comfortable. I'll do workout shorts and uh, t-shirt. Oh, to, to, to me that that's just as bad as as the bare yeah. feet thing the workout shorts really yeah, yeah because because you're just like because i know for a fact that you're scratching your balls when when you just think no one's looking on the plane right next to somebody yes when when True. like you look over at somebody and you're like their their eyes are closed or they're looking out the window and so you do, <sighs> you do that like inch inch inch, 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 inch. <laughs> I gotta make the noise. <laughs> yeah, uh, it could, and we it, all get airplane boners, so yeah. we know that. Is yeah. that the thing now? You, your because there is disease. There is such a, a thin layer between your ball sack and 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 the seat. Where I would oh no, I wear pretty thick workout shorts, uh, but they're mm. decent. I, I don't know, Robbie. Robbie, am I am I wrong I, about I this? A, I have a chastity no, belt I, on too. I. I see it a lot. It's yeah, gym clothes, and I also see sometimes women just wearing like what are those like juicy pink sweats <laughs> and like hoodies, and their hair looks fucking a mess. And I'm just like, and they look tired as shit. I was like, could you just try maybe a little bit harder, <laughs> just a look, tiny bit? Okay, do you want to hook up with somebody on this flight? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> start dressing nicer. Don't you want to impress me? <laughs> Join a new club. So. Here's the thing. You're already incredibly uncomfortable on a plane, especially those of us who are over six feet, over 200, whatever pounds. So let's make other people uncomfortable. So let's do what we can to be slightly more comfortable and not take up that much space. Like I, I can move around. I can manipulate myself a little more to move away from people. If I'm not wearing jeans, well, let's just mostly let's just all wear onesies then, Matt. If you yeah, want to get really I mean, comfortable. That'd be great. If we can make adult onesies, I'm in. And I will wear that everywhere. It's true. If they Especially on planes. If they make a back pocket for my wallet, I would probably do the same. Oh, God. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. Okay. The, great. The, I, I, want, I want to ask this question. Uh, it, have you, have either of you done like first class or business class? No. <laughs> uh, a couple times. I got spoiled once when I was 15 years old. My uh, stepmom had like so many miles uh, saved up that we were able to fly to Australia first class on a, was it Qantas or Quantum or yeah, Qantas? Qantas? Yeah. yeah. And I will never go back to Australia just because I know I will never fly first class again. <laughs> and I can't be on an airplane uh, for 13 hours in coach, there's just no way I can do it. I mean, six, like traveling to the East coast or going to Hawaii, like that's the max I could be on an airplane. Is, 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 is there any etiquette, uh, with first class that you think is different from coach? Uh, I think just people, I mean, you, you're usually around people who are traveling, uh, business wise, people who are, uh, you know, are racking up points. Like my dad is uh, a perfect example of this. My dad flies for work all the time. So he racks up points. So he flies first class a lot. Um, but he's always dressed in business attire. Uh, he's like, have you ever seen the movie? Um, what was that George Clooney movie where he up, up in the air? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my dad is kind of like very similar, like just knows how to get through uh, an airport super fast because he's just so well traveled. Um, and I feel like that's what you see for the most part in first class. Just uppity people. 
not just uppity, but just people who just really experience it, just know what the what they're doing. Yeah, uppity people. Uppity, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I flew I flew elite business class one time, uh, heading back to the states from an overseas trip, and uh, this airline had like their own like pods. Like actual like pods oh. that you that you sat in and like you could like close the door and everything, oh, and, nice. yeah. and and as I as I was sitting there, uh, I was like I you know I was dressed like I dress now, which is uh you know like I'm still in high school, and I'm and I'm just thinking, I feel like I should be hoity toitier here. Like they gave yeah, me you like a, to dress up more if you're in first or business. They, they gave me like a wine menu, and then then like. They pulled a table out in this pod and like set up a like a uh like a placemat and like set a candle and stuff too. And like candle. Like I don't know. Candle. You set think, the plane on fire. I, I was think, gonna say, I think fire and airplane don't mechanics give me a probably wine don't. list and fire. Oh god, I drank <laughs> I drank I drank everything of wine on that on that trip, by the way. Oh, and they gave me like heated cashews. They like warmed up these cashews. With the fire? <laughs> no, with Matt's nutsack in his sweatpants. <laughs> it was... <laughs> mm, toasty. Sir, can you uh, warm these up? We have a passenger to first class. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I got workout shorts on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, talking about hoity-toity and and, uh, and fancy things, uh, late night television... Uh, you know, it's 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 like a, it's what? a it's a staple, yeah. right? <laughs> hoity, a, segue. a segue that doesn't make sense, but sure. Yeah, I guess. You know, late night television, it's it's prestige television, right? And that's that's kind of what I'm going with this. And and among those prestige television show hosts, Conan O'Brien is is leaving late night. What He's do you guys dead. think of that? Go ahead, Rob. Uh, I think it's. It's kind of funny. I can't remember if it was him who said it, uh, but he, I think he said it, that podcasts have basically destroyed uh, late night shows because you could just get so much better. I mean, you could get an hour's worth of content uh, interviewing a celebrity uh, than you can promoting, you know, a celebrity coming on to promote something that has a story prepared uh, in a 10 minute uh, interview session. Um Conan was probably my favorite uh, of all the talk show hosts. I thought he was the funniest. I mean, his sense of humor complete. I, I mean, it almost kind of shaped mine. I started watching Conan. They used to do uh, replays when I was younger. I think it was like on MS, MSNBC or something. Uh, they would they would run it during the day, and so I'd I'd watch it. And his humor completely matched mine. Um, by far, my favorite. Um, and I think he's probably the last great one. I mean. Letterman's gone, uh, Leno's gone, and now Conan's gone. And I think those three were probably, you know, the best modern ones that we had before uh, or after Carson. Um, so, yeah, I'm sad, but I think this is going to be inevitable. I think this is probably going to continue to happen more because you're seeing you're seeing these talk show hosts doing a lot more online streaming content. Um as opposed to celebrity interviews, like, you know, there's carpool karaoke, there's whatever, you know, Jimmy Fallon plays games, James Corden plays games, Stephen Colbert is not funny anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is probably inevit- uh, inevitable. I think this is going to, I doubt we're going to see a lot of talk show hosts left. I think everybody's going to turn to podcasts. 
Yeah, I agree with you um, <clears throat> on a lot of those fronts. I feel like Conan O'Brien, and I didn't even realize this until he he announced that he was pretty much done. I really had to think about it, and I thought, oh, my God, Conan is and always has been my favorite late-night host. He's great. He's he's always been great. His his skits are hilarious. His like the little things he do with his his behind the scenes people were always so funny. Oh yeah, so funny and just so fun to watch. Like his Jordan Schlansky things were yeah. just oh my god, so funny. Like yeah, his um, remotes. Like every time yeah. he did a remote was was amazing. They were always the funniest thing. One of my favorite. Not not just his skits, but all time skits, late night skits ever. And I hope one of you or both of you have seen it. Did you ever see his his skit where he went out to I don't remember where it was. I think it was somewhere in New York, maybe, and did he he played old timey baseball? Oh, I think I did see this. I don't remember that one well, but I I do believe I've seen it before. Okay, I'm gonna have to find that and send it to you guys, and we should be we should post it when we post this episode as well. It is it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's it's this actual league that was put together where people pretend like they are in what is it? I want to say the early 1900s mm-hmm. and play a baseball game. And and the players are all dressed up using basically sticks for bats and old balls and pitching weird. And then they have fans that come out pretending they were from that era. Oh, really? And and they, like they're all, all in character. They're all in character, and they did. It wasn't just for this skit. They're all in character. And Conan's interaction with these people is so good. And then he dresses up and pretends to be one of the baseball players and gets into character as well. And it's it's just so funny. Here, a plane flies over. He's like, ah, ah, Iron Demon, Iron Demon, and he just it's everything he does is is just so great. And I, and I agree with you, Robbie. Going back to what you were saying, I feel like he is the last true, like like ge- like genuine late night host. Yeah, I think of he, what we know to be late night hosts. Yeah, I think he understood what the format should be. Um, and I just don't think I don't think quite fallon gordon meyer oh meyers actually isn't that bad i i enjoy his uh oh I, I like him too seth meyers i also don't mind jimmy kimmel uh some of the time i think yeah he's 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 i mean he's not classic like the old guys but i i like him i think his humor is pretty good and uh yeah he's, he's, he's definitely got a uh, letterman's uh influence for sure like i know he You're was right about a- seth meyers though. i really like seth meyers yeah. actually i watch him every morning on youtube actually some of his stuff no. Brandon. Brandon, what do you think? I like The Simpsons. Um oh, okay. it's a pretty good show. Uh which which is which is where Conan O'Brien you you, you talk Robbie, you talk oh, about right. yeah. uh, getting your uh your your sense of humor, you know, d- developing your sense of humor. Conan O'Brien was instrumental in those early seasons of The Simpsons. Uh and, and before he got and then uh, SNL the, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh before he got the the gig, right? And uh you know, I think that's I think that's all yeah, Robert Smigel, right? Um uh, triumph uh, c- coming from snl as well cartoon mm-hmm. tv fun house <laughs> uh yeah i you know when i heard that conan was going off the air or he was you know he was, he was stepping back and i think he's going to make more content with hbo eventually yeah, uh time. i was like oh oh he's he's back on i didn't even <laughs> realize because he had gone he'd gone through 
phases of yes yeah uh being being the late night and then or the late late whatever late late show uh and then going to tbs and um i lost track of where he was and that he was still going um i i always i always liked him but i you know i i was never a uh a constant watcher of of late night i did watch jimmy fallon for a bit um but you know it's it is it is it is what it is i i think tv loses something without without conan but as he already mentions i think that is a, a medium that is is going away because there there are too many other things out there uh ease of use and ease of watching cord cutting going on that mm-hmm. is increasing or decreasing the amount that that folks watch tv if it's not the masked singer or and, uh, something <laughs> equally frivolous I, and i feel like i've actually you know watched conan but every time i watch it i'm watching interview clips on youtube yeah and yeah. so yeah. yeah i mean that's definitely where the format's going and that's why you have like i said all these games you have these you know 10 minute clips where people tune in but i don't know how many people are actually tuning in to watch the entire show yeah yeah well yeah the like the whole uh the whole interview with bill Hader and paul rudd for his final oh, yeah, episode great. right <laughs> the, the eight yeah. minutes of that that my was favorite what, that's the most i well, watched him in a long time yeah my favorite every time he has bill burr on, oh yes that's exactly is, what i was about to say it is yep. the most hilarious thing because conan dies every time Loses bill burr it. and bill burr is just so uh, like sometimes over the top but he's so on point at times as well gets groans yeah. from the audience and he reacts to it it's always the best Robbie, I'm incredibly happy you just said that because I was I was just about to make that same exact point. I still go back on YouTube and I'll just watch like same. And I've seen the same things over and over same again. But the yeah. best of Bill Burr on Conan. Bill Burr is my fucking favorite. I love Bill Conan's Burr. Conan's just losing it. And one of um, if you haven't seen it, another thing that I've seen probably now at least 10, 15 times that I will go back and back and watch so many times is uh, Norm McDonald on yeah. Conan O'Brien. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Him, him with, uh, did you see the one with, oh, when he was, and I mean, not even just him being interviewed, but him just sitting him on the couch si- next to, I guess. Uh, yeah. Was it like Courtney Thorne Smith yes, or something? Courtney Thorne yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah. That one's chairman of the board. Yeah. Do something with that. Is board spelled B O R E D. Yeah. And Conan loses it. God, that was so good. Yeah. Conan, Conan's a legend in, in my book. And I know both, uh, or at least Robbie's too. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's going to be super missed. And, uh, um, I, I, you know what? Everything is coming out on HBO. Yeah. Like uh, HBO is the one streaming service I don't have, but it seems to have so many things that are just so great you right now and over the past couple of months. It's, I'm it's probably it my favorite streaming service out of all. Of, I probably watch more content on HBO, probably more than I do on Netflix at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. HBO has got a lot of really good stuff. Ton of, ton of stuff on there. Documentary. There's a Bee Gees documentary. That's really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, uh, how can how can it mend a broken heart? I think is is what it is. But there, there's there's lots of stuff on there. I want to I want to shout out because he listens to this podcast. Obviously, Craig Ferguson. Conan? I liked I liked Craig Fer, Ferguson. Yeah, um, he was good too. Uh, what's what's he doing? Uh, he I mean he quit uh, a a good good handful of years ago. I don't know what he, I don't know what he's still up to. But I I just he, there he had a. Uh, he had a genuineness uh, about him that, yeah. that I, that I really liked when he, he, like his monologue. And if you haven't seen it before 
with him sticking up for Britney Spears way back when, and oh. and him just being like, you know, she's Timely. she's just a she's she's just a young girl, you know, she's just a kid, and and everyone is 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 going after her, like yeah. instead instead of going after her, you know, why we should be helping her, um, so you know, just those types. So I, I appreciated that from him. Um, good, but anyway, anyway yeah, he's yeah. good. I liked him too. Yeah. Also, what, last thing I wanted to do on the uh, the Conan factor is because uh, I know he listens as well. Uh, shout outs, Andy Richter, because yeah. there's there's no more good sidekicks. I don't even know if any of the current guys have a sidekick. I can't think of anybody no. aside from like band leaders. Guillermo, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Guillermo doesn't. I mean, no. <laughs> Andy Richter, Andy Richter. Jeez, the sharpness and quickness and wit of that guy is is truly amazing and he would i mean he'd come out of nowhere with one of the funniest things you've ever heard and you god i I can't even imagine like being that quick and witty and everything he says too like i can't i can't even remember a lot of times where he'd just come in with something that was so carefully planned even though it was so quick and out of nowhere it's like carefully planned he's like i'm gonna say this and i know it's gonna kill and it always did so big shout out to andy richter and the last of the great sidekicks yeah that you know that yeah that I love that you brought brought that that up that that point up because there there are there are folks out there who who are very very funny and Andy Richter Andy Richter controls the universe or whatever his show was I forgot about um that. you know like Andy Richter is is maybe not the leading man it, very very funny in his own right right but his ability to like jump in and and add those comments really really seals the deal like sometimes if I'm in a conversation and, and I'm not in the conversation, I'm like standing outside the conversation and it's going on too long and people are talking. That's the best time to be like, okay, okay. There's going to be a joke somewhere in here. And then, okay, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Now I interrupt with, with the joke uh, because maybe I'm not like, I'm not spot on like, like with it all the time, but I'm with it sometimes when people say something that uh, is, is a joke opportunity. Um, anyways, I'm no Andy Richter. Uh, but if you want me to co-host your, <laughs> you want me to be a sidekick, Matt, let me know. Robbie. Me and Robbie are one. Yeah. You're if our, any of us Richter. get our talk show host, we'll, we'll look for a camera operator. We'll see. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll uh, operate the craft services table for you. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. Donuts. God, uh, that's speak- all. That's the only reason I would want to get into TV is the craft services. <laughs> Well, okay. Uh, Last, we speak of craft services, and you know I'm good at transitions. So let's talk about our top 25. (laughs) Uh, Last last week, last couple weeks, Matt has been Matt has been taking it taking it down three weeks in a row. Yeah, Yeah. and he's been Uh, killing me in video games too. Yep, minus basketball, he got me big time in that and golf. I've been sneaking, uh, yeah. squeezing out wins in that one. Yeah. Ooh. Damn hole. Brandon's been doing the same too. I yeah. can't beat him on the 18th. I'll have to, I'll have to beat you. I'll have to beat you yeah. or lose to you. One of those. <laughs> That's how that works. Uh, but this, this week, you, I, I know Robbie makes it a habit of trying to guess what topic I'm going to go off of when we start to, before we start the episode. God, and here's the thing sci-fi this shit. is a this is a second guess that you, you get you get a guess as to what you think the top 25 is going to be today we talked about airlines we talked about late night hosts we talked about quarterbacks what do you think i'm going to talk about today for this quiz 
Robbie. Top 25 airline crashes of all time. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, Matt, your turn. Oh, since Robbie stole mine. Oh, God. Uh, I wouldn't put it past him for the top 25 assassinations. <laughs> that's true. Good point. Yeah, that's massive assassinations. Too soon. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, God, see, I don't want to pick any of those. I think you're going to go... I. I, I think you're not gonna. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be one of those topics. Oh, it is. Okay, I, I think it's gonna be top twenty-five, uh, like most successful airlines. Okay. Or, big, or most I'm, most I'm gonna, used or something gonna, like that. I'm gonna go quarterbacks. Okay. All right. Ooh, you already said airlines, Robbie, but uh, I'll I'll I'll, I'll let you I'll let you win this serious. for the hell of it. Yes, of course. I'm. We're gonna go. We're gonna talk about quarterbacks. This week's topic. Is top twenty-five overrated quarterbacks in the history? Overrated. Oh, geez. Oh, shit. History of the NFL, okay. and some of these people you might be shocked by. Can I have a year when this list was made? Uh, yeah, sure. It's it's a uh, do This list came out in like probably like twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Twenty I'd say my number one guess is probably not compatible. What, what is your number one guess? Just wait. Is he going first? Well, well I would, no, no, no. As, as far as as far as if just, it was right now, yeah. like if the list was made right now, I would say Cam Newton has got to be up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. But by 2014, people thought he was. Good. I think he probably just won an MVP at that point. Oh, yeah. 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 OK, if it's 2014. Oh, damn. I got to think. All right. When people were drafted. Robbie, go ahead. You, yeah. go, you go. You go first. You had a, you had You had a guess, but it was a fake guess. Uh, most overrated. Overrated. Don't pick mine. Don't pick mine. I think. <sighs> shit i mean he won a lot of super bowls but if you look at the stats i'm gonna say terry bradshaw he's kind of just had 500 stats i mean with touchdown to interception ratio he was really like a a a game manager if anything like he only threw like i think on average like 180 yards per game well robbie let me let me just say that uh that is a very very good guess terry bradshaw is number three on this this list oh my god okay yeah, so fuck i'm you, looking Matt, at this list the wrong way that entire yeah. time looking I'm at me like you that. saw that yeah. <laughs> made me yeah. feel bad i stand by it he boasts a near one-to-one touchdown to interception ratio 212 yeah. touchdowns to 210 interceptions and tossed more than 20 picks in season in a season five times Jeez, good, good pick! Wow, yeah, I'm making the, gonna make that face myself now. Yeah, oh, can you do me a favor? <laughs> sure. Um, define this list again. Most overrated in in turn, like not of all. Time. We're not talking like flops. Most or... over, most most no, overrated no. quarterbacks of all time. Like so Terry think Bradshaw. about the, think about their entire <laughs> record, and oh. and if and if they were really that good, uh, even though they are considered some of perhaps some of the greatest. Oh, even though oh, even if they may have been considered the greatest, yeah. like their team was better than the actual quarterback. Like the, the it's probably more team success than the actual quarterback yeah. who gets and, a lot of credit. And don't think of it like based off of one or two seasons. Think about their entire career, whether or not they were. Oh no, they deserved just, the recognition. I just went in with the complete wrong mentality. Then, um, oh no, Damn. oh no, oh no. I'll I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you I'll give you. Uh, what are you looking couple... up? Are you looking up the list? No, <laughs> I'm just looking down. Okay. <laughs> I'm just looking down. Uh, trying Most to think. I can look up if you want. Quarterbacks of all time. <laughs> Not cheating. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to give you five seconds, Matt. Five. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with. Uh, I know. I know he's probably not going to be on here. 
but I guess uh, Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe is not on this yeah. list. No. I'm, in, I'm with the wrong mentality here. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Matt. Now that's that's your uh, first that's your first wrong answer. Robbie, you you have a top three, so you have five points. Uh, similar to Terry Bradshaw, this was another quarterback uh, similar to that era, a little bit before. But I'm going to go Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Mm. That is a very good guess, I think. Uh, and the reason I think that's a very good guess Thank is because it's number two. Oh, oh God. Everybody. <laughs> here, here, yeah, no, it's over. Here's here's what the article says. Everybody knows of Namath famously predicting his New York Jets to be victorious over the Baltimore Colts in Super Bowl three. Uh, what won't what that grainy footage won't remind you of is Namath's inconsistency as a passer throughout his career. He played uh, he completed nine seasons of playing at least 10 games through for more interceptions and touchdowns in seven of them. Uh, he spent the rest of his uh, career marred by energies, and he led the energies. Yeah, sorry, injuries. He led New York to just one winning season, one winning season from seventy to oh. seventy-seven. Oh my God! Why is he a Hall of Famer? He's so well known. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awful. Exactly right. Overrated. Speaking of overrated, Matt, you got three wins in the last couple of weeks. Your <laughs> turn. Oh, I'm losing this one for sure. <laughs> Uh, oh man, I'm going to go with, I'm sure he won't be on there because I, I already know. I don't think, to be honest, I don't think I'm going to get one on the list. I'm going to go with Matt Hasselbeck. Matt Hasselbeck. Matt Hasselbeck is not on the, <laughs> on the, like on the properly, list. properly rated. <laughs> uh, not on the, not on the he was, list. He was good. I liked him. Robbie, <laughs> you are you have two in the top five. Therefore you have two, five points. You have 10 points. Uh, it's your it's your turn yeah i'm (laughs) i'm not excited about this because i know robbie's gonna win so well i'm running good but i'm running out of guesses uh god i I don't know i'm just gonna continue with the uh the olds and I'm going to go uh, Roger Starbuck or Starbuck, whatever. Starbuck. Starbuck. There we go. Roger, Roger Starbuck. Creator of Starbucks. <laughs> Little known. That was his secondary career. Uh, He's done very well. I'm on three hours of sleep. I'm very tired. Roger Starbuck is not. It's not. Yeah, on, on I don't here. know. I don't even know what his stats are. Roger Starbuck. <laughs> yeah. It's not what I said, Brennan. Look up Roger Starbuck. <laughs> Uh, very well in the energy mean business. frappuccino all right all right matt back over back over to you back over to you you got three that, guesses that's left. unfortunate um okay i feel like i had one and then i just straight lost it so many quarterbacks uh you know what i got i got a decent now he's been just say it i'll just throw it out there because his his career wasn't as prolific as his brothers but he won more super bowls i'll go with eli manning Ooh, that's a great guess. Eli Manning. Uh, unfortunately, he uh, is he is in the top five. He's number oh, he four. Is. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, okay, come back to her. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Purely based off accomplishments, he's worthy, but he's not really that great. Um, you know, it just it lucked out. Lucked out, yeah. old Eli. Poor Eli. Always a, funny though. Yeah, younger brother. Not that yeah, uh, he was, he was great on SNL. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, you're up five. I'm going to stick with the Cowboys. I think I feel like Troy Aikman 
was the ultimate game manager. I don't think he he only had a, he had a pretty short career, eight years. I mean, he did win three Super Bowls, but it wasn't. I, I yeah, let's go Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman, the famous dynasty quarterback of the mid nineties, is not on this list. Mm, yeah, not surprised. I I'm just running out of yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> Uh yeah 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 okay well Matt you have you have two more guesses you can still catch up it's hard no. to distinguish overly rated and like properly rated yeah. according uh, to this list because I have like some guys who I know have won Super Bowls but I think I think they're properly rated yeah uh, and and you know full disclosure this is very very subjective right it's it's whoever wrote this list can decide who was the top but it's a list I chose to to grade you guys. Let's move on, Matt. Okay. Uh, I got one that I don't think he, I don't think he was ever rated that high, but he did win a Super Bowl, but it, I feel like it had nothing to do with him. So let's go with Trent Dilfer. Damn it. That was my next guest. Trent, Trent uh, Dilfer. I thought I saw him on here. Yeah. Just like a number one. <laughs> I don't think it'd be number one. No, no, uh, no he's I'd not. He's 14. He's not on here. Really? Oh, Trent Dilfer is, isn't on there. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry to, I'm no, sorry don't. to tell you. That's okay. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, this is, this is so hard guys. This is so hard. There's so many, there's so many mediocre quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. Who, who's to say which is uh, which, and which is wrong. So wait, the only way I can win right now is if Robbie does straight misses it and I have to get number one yeah. or number five to tie. Is that right? Yeah, that's, that's that correct. One? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Come on, brain. Uh, there's two quarterbacks I'm thinking of. I'm going to go with uh, Donovan McNabb. Donovan. Oh, that's not a bad guess. McNabb. Uh, which kind of seals the deal for Matt here. Donovan uh, McNabb is number seven in this list. Uh, that's four points. Uh, that is, that's four points. Robbie, you are up to 14 points. An insurmountable lead. Matt, you still get one guess. Um, four guesses. That's strange. <laughs> most guess, most game shows, four guesses. <laughs> not three, not five. Four. Oh, is that? Uh, no, that that this would, this would be his last one. No, right? it was five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. I missed two. Yeah, that's right. You're yeah, right. Geez. No, yep. you're I'm right. Keeping track, you. I'm an idiot. Ah. You're right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh I well, since I'm gonna lose anyway, since I can't even think of it. I'm just gonna wait, go. Wait, with, wait. Since huh? since you're gonna lose anyway, I'm gonna give you a hint. Oh. It's it's part of a family that is in that you've already mentioned here once. No, not Peyton. Is he the only Manning? No, but Manning? there's Cooper, oh. but Cooper never played in the NFL. There's a dad. Oh, Archie Manning. Yeah. Is that your guess? Really? Is that your guess? Well, now it is. Sure. He is yeah, number he was... one on this list. Really? <laughs> yeah. Archie Manning. Yeah. yeah. The, huh. uh, he was like the quarterback for New Orleans for a long time, but New Orleans was like dog shit back oh. <laughs> when he used to play. Uh, ac- ac- okay. According to this, this article... Uh, he has the in whenever it's written. He has the lowest winning percentage of any starting quarterback in league history. Wow. Uh, let's see. He threw for 125 touchdowns, but also 173 interceptions. Had a career 55.2 percent completion rate. His record Jesus. as a starter, and this is not a typo, was 35 101 three. Oh my god. 
Wow. I did not know that at all. Most Jimmy, overrated Jimmy quarterback <laughs> in the history of all time. Uh, Archie Manning. Uh, I don't know why we... we, uh, was, we uh, was Dante Culpepper on this list? That was going to be my next guess. He, he is. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, Dante Culpepper is number 25. To, t- oh. to, to finish off the, the top 10, Bart Starr is number 5. Uh, Michael oh, Vick. I was going to say that, but I didn't know if... Like, with him and Roger Starbuck, I wasn't uh, sure what their stats were. <laughs> when, when you when you said Starbuck, I was like, maybe he's trying to say Bart Starr. No, I was uh, talking no. about Battlestar Galactica. That's right. Yep. That's right. Uh, Michael Vick is number six. Uh, Mark Brunel. Yeah. Mark yeah. Brunel. Uh, Mark uh, Brunel, the Jaguars and uh, Redskins. Yeah, I feel like he's pretty properly rated. Yeah, I thought he was pretty good. Uh, uh, Doug Flutie, number nine. Yeah, I love Doug Flutie, and uh, and finally top ten, Steve McNair. Really, Um, I thought he was pretty good. I thought he was real good. You got here. Here's some other folks in here. Uh, We got uh, Romo. Romo's in there. Favre. All right, Favre. Brett Favre. I don't agree with. I mean, I mean, he was wild. Yeah, he threw a lot of picks, but yeah. Yeah. He put his team in contention almost every year. Always. He, and he was just, he raised every team he was with, like their morale and everything. Like he, he won great. MVP, won a Super Bowl. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Uh, you nobody, nobody said Matt Stafford. He's in there. Uh, he hasn't had a good team. Yeah, I was going to say he's played in Detroit. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pete, Pete, uh, Joe Flacco. Dak Prescott. Yeah. Did I say Dak Prescott already? Well, I mean, Dak, Dak, if he can avoid it. Okay, this was made. Wait, this was made in 2014? Maybe, I, don't I, don't think, know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't think Dak was yeah, even. I think he was drafted in like 2016 or something. All right. yeah. Well, maybe I helped you guys then by <laughs> keeping you far back. And th- this is this is the one that I know Matt is not going to agree with, which not is. <laughs> no, it's not Elway. No, uh, it's uh, it's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is. Is on there. I agree with that. Disagree. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, like one of the best quarterbacks of all time. There's he was no the best way. regular season quarterback of all time for the sure. Best yeah. regular season quarterback of all time. But everybody yeah, still won a But everybody knows. But everybody knows his playoff record. So I feel like he's properly rated. Nobody's like yeah. clueless about Peyton Manning. No. Yeah. Not at all. The question is how is that? How is it that Manning falls on this list? Postseason blunders. That's that's his. That's why they they put him on this list. Because he kept going up against the Patriots. Yeah, that <laughs> was basically why. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, personally, I think he sucks, and uh, there's nothing that you can. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I'm. Well, I'm just really surprised that uh, old uh, what's his face uh, from the Broncos wasn't on. Was on here, not Elway. Um, Tebow. I mean, he was probably. He's properly rated. Everybody <laughs> no, knows. He's, everybody knows he sucks. Yeah. Everybody knows he sucks. Uh, he just wins. And speaking of just no. winning, congratulations, Robbie! You just wins this round, <laughs> and uh, I'll see you. I'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Thanks. Yeah, 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 the yeah. universe is back in order. Do you, you know why? Week. Woo. You why? know why? It's what? my birthday week. My birthday <gasps> is Tuesday. Is it really? Mine's Thursday. Look at us. Oh, you selfish son of a bitch! You can't just <laughs> let me have this. <laughs> Ah, 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 ah. What is that? July, July first. First, yeah. And yours ah. is the twenty days are in June twenty ninth. Yeah, June twenty ninth, July first. We're both cancers. Look at us. We're so sensitive. We are we the cry. same person. We, we find are. out every week. We find out more and more that we are the exact same person. We are. We are. That's where we get the voices from. Uh, Matt, any any birthday plans? Uh oh, God. Um, what? Well, I don't know. I might. Uh, so basically, the uh, 
um, little baby and uh, her her mother, uh, their car broke down in Reno where oh. they were with their family. So I might actually have to take a trip down to get them. Happy in a, in a rental truck, yeah. yeah. If they can't figure out a way to get back up here, is this so, a uh, uh, is this a big birthday for you? Is this a no? It's one year it's, less. It's, yeah, ah, it's three three nine. Got gotcha. three nine. So uh, it's it's like the what am I going to do this year? It's it's a pointless year. Mine is three four. That will be three four. Yep. So kind of the same. Yeah, we're one year away from a. a I don't know what you would call it. Div- divided by five sure <laughs> yeah seven seven of those yep yeah uh how about uh how about your social media stuff where do you want people to go uh stalk you uh you can find me at twitter uh let me bring it up real quick because i numbers here. can't remember it ever i am at smartaskew 29 and then on instagram wait for it 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 rob askew 29 you can find me on any of those handles uh please follow me please message please tweet at me uh we love your tweets we love hearing the feedback oh we forgot to do helium oh man. we were supposed to do that sorry twitter uh, handle sorry. i can't pronounce sorry i think it's sorry. something backwards Sorry, yeah. sorry. We'll do that. We'll do that for our hundredth episode. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll wait it out. In twenty twenty two. Yeah. We're all older and our lungs can't handle it. And and, yeah. and Bean will be a regular guest by then. Yeah. <laughs> episode ten. Here he comes. He probably still won't have been on. We might be able to get him on soon because uh I think his trip to America is coming to an end. So he will back on he will be back on his regular schedule uh in the uk okay we'll go with uh either 15 or 20 hopefully we love you bean i'm gonna ask Allie. i don't think oh, we're great. i don't i don't think i have a chance but i'll ask her yeah i want to hear that laugh on our podcast if we can yes. make her do that it That'd is be great the most contagious laugh i've it ever is. heard in a great like, laugh I, t- I tweeted at her once. I said, you and Burt Kreischer need to uh, start a podcast together called Highly Contagious because those two have the most contagious laughs I've ever yeah. heard in my life. I think their first guest should be Seth Rogen. <laughs> Get oh, that God. laugh on there. It's <laughs> 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 a good laugh. Uh, Matt, where can we find you on your uh, socials? Oh, geez. Uh, Twitter, you can find me at Soup or Sizemore. Uh, use that one probably. Uh, Facebook, no, and don't don't even use Facebook. If you do, you can check out my professional page, Matt Sizemore, K I B I, uh, or uh, Instagram, Matt Size. Look for that one and say hello. I think that's about it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna that's gonna conclude episode thirteen of Rounding the Bases. Matt, happy birthday! Hey, happy birthday to you, the big three four. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We will talk to you next week. We will. Goodbye, all. Goodbye.